The Pasuk in this week's parasha which says he, meaning Yaakov, slept in that place. So by saying he slept in that place, it seems to say that now, this time he slept, but somewhere else he didn't sleep. State the Medrash, so the Medrash notes, Kan Shochav, in this place, this uh, at that time he slept. But all the 14 years that he was in Yeshiva in the home of Aver, over there he didn't sleep. And then the Medrash has another opinion that where else didn't he sleep? In this place he slept. But all the 20 years that he was in Laban's house, meaning after he slept here, he went to Laban. For all those 20 years that he was there, he didn't sleep. Yeshtet, as it says in the Pasuk, in regards to his time spent by Lavan, Vatidad Shnasi Me'enai. And the, my sleep was, he wasn't able, he didn't sleep. He was prevented from sleeping th- during the 20 years that he was there. Vaitir is Imam Medrash, and then he continues in the Medrash, Maha what was he saying during this time when he was by Lavan? Rabbi Shuvan Levi Omer, Rabbi Shuvan Levi says, Tezvav Shira Mailash of he would recite the 15 chapters which begin Shira Malus, which are in the book of Tilim. My time, where do we see the Pasuk that says, that alludes to this? It says in the Shira Malus, L'david, Luli Hashem Shahayolanu, if not for the, the song on the, on the ascents for David, if not for Hashem that was with us, Yoyman Yisrael says, O Israel. Which generally is meant to resp- refer to Am Yisrael, to the Jewish people, but the Medrash says Yisrael Saba, that it's referring to Yaakov Avinu, to our, our grandfather Yisrael. So it says, he would say, Yoyman Yisrael, Yisrael would say the Shira Malas. Rav Shmuel Ben-Achmeni says, Kol Sefer Tilim HaYoyimri actually recited the entire Tilim. Matam, where do we see a reference to this? The Pasuk says, Va'ata Yoyishev Tehilas Yisrael, you are holy, you um, sit for the praises of Yisrael, which again, generally is interpreted as the Jewish people, but Yisrael Sabbath referring to um, our grandfather Yisrael, meaning Yaakov Avinu, that he would recite the praises of Tehillim. The Pshat and the Shaila, what is the meaning of this question, what was he saying? It's a strange question because Kenish Zain, because it, it certainly doesn't mean the Vasa is Yaakov Avinigivan Fanuma Beisloven. We can't say that what he means to say here is what was he busy during all those 20 years? What was he doing there? That's not what it means. It can't mean that. Because it says certainly uh, in the Pasuk itself, that he was working with the sheep of Lavan, with all of his might. He said that to his wives. I worked by, during the day, I worked at night, I didn't sleep because of it. So he was busy working the whole time. So there's no question, what did he do? What was he doing? Now the Shaila is, the question actually means, Vasat Yaakov Gizokt, what is it that Yaakov said, How did, what did he pray, what prayer did he offer, or Gelerand, what did he learn, to be able to overcome the difficulties that he was facing in Charon, which was a very corrupt place, and in the house of Lavan. 
what did he do to keep him safe, keep himself safe in that environment? While he was in, Lo- in the house of Lovan, he was in a situation of exile. Firstly, he went away from the house of his father, Yitzchak, and he was spending time in the house of Lovan. That in itself is an exile. And there he was busy with the sheep of Lovan. In other words, he was involved in Lovan's business. Lovan's Tzayin. And it's so much so that being in the house or home of Lovan had such an effect on him that it caused a, a, a lowering of his level. How do we know that? Rashi says, as Yaakov had gesagt, Yaakov said to Imler Amos Huba, if your father, he said to his wives, if your father want, wants to come, uh, be, he wants to measure up in who could be a greater cheater, um, I can also meet him on his own ground, and also I can cheat too, just like him. Saying that means, the says that the is given that Yaakov said that I can meet him on his own turf, that I can be as big a cheater as him. Now, for Yaakov, that is a tremendous descent to, to even to say something like that, that I can meet him there. So we see that it did, ha- it did have an effect on him. So he was in exile there. So the question becomes, how was Yaakov able to get through and to withstand the, the pressures and the demands of Golos. Zichir is doch, does given durcha kelkel Yaakov. Without question, how he did it was through what he was blessed with. The voice is the voice of Yaakov. Yaakov works with words, prayers, learning, and so on. Which is what neutralizes the hands which are of Esav. Yitzchok said this, the voice is the voice of Yaakov the hands are the hands of Esav in other words Esav excels through his aggressiveness with his hands so he, was, he needed something to be able to his voice, using his voice to fend off the hands of Esav Lovon and any opposition that would come his way and interfere in what his his activities and his business. Kamai Machazal, as I say, just tell us about this that he used his voice as the Shaila. So, therefore, the question becomes what is it that he said in order to face off the challenges of the home of Lovan? I've them and for the Medrash, so to this the Medrash responds, that there was the 15 chapters of Shira Milus in the book of Tilim. Other or the alternative answer, Kol Sevatilim, the entire Tilim. Dosatim gegeben de Koyach, as is all Kenan Durchmachen, this gave him the strength to be able to get through the Minyan Golos, the, uh, this uh, Golos that he was in. Base. Medafa Befashtein, but we do have to understand. Bishleim Aloydardeya. We can understand according to the opinion as Kol Sevatilim Ayoimer that he was reciting the entire Tilim. It's Fashtandik, that's understood. The Shaykhus and the Amir to Yaakovin. In the Tzai Chalman we understand the connection between saying Tilim and being in the home of Lovan. Because being in a situation where 
it's understood that he wasn't able to study Torah in depth because he was busy working all day and night. Or at least not on the level that he was accustomed to when he was in Yeshiva in the house of Aver. So therefore he recited Tilim to Hashem and and these saying Tehillim is gives you reward like studying the most complicated areas in Torah which is Nagom and Aholus as is written in the Medrash that saying Tilim has the same value as studying the deepest the most complicated areas in Torah so we understand why he would have said Tilim. But what's the connection from the Tezva of Shiramailus of the 15 chapters specifically of Tilim, which are in Tilim, to his situation in Lovin? What's the connection to the 15 Shiramailus specifically as opposed to the entire Tilim? So we will understand this by first explaining what the Chidah brings, that which the Chidah brings, as the Tezvav Shiramailas, that the 15 Shiramailas, Amad David, David Amalech, is the one that composed the Shiramailas. He composed them, Kenegit Tezvav Shonim Shechoyu HaOvaz Biyachad, to correspond to the 15 years that all the three patriarchs, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, lived in this world at the same time. There was 15 years in which all three of us were alive together. Avram had not passed away till when Yaakov turned 15. What's the what's the math? Avram Avinu lived till the age of 175. Yitzchak was born when Avram was 100. When Yaakov is born, when Yitzchak is given Ben Shishim Shana, and Yaakov was born when when Yitzchak was sixty years old. So when Yitzchak was sixty, Avram was hundred and sixty, and he died at hundred and seventy-five. Kumtuis as a given Tesvav Shan So it comes out that the all three of us were alive in this world for fifteen years. While Pizek and So based on this chidah, we can ex- explain. As Yaakov had gezog the Tezvav Shiramailus Shabbosefatilin, that Yaakov was reciting these fifteen Shiramailus, Bechtei Der Mitzum Eir Zayin Dem Schus Oich Von Zayin Oves Avram Yitzchok Avram Yitzchok, in order to invoke the merits of his father and grandfather Avram and Yitzchok, because the the fifteen Shiramailus represent the fifteen years in which they lived together, so he wanted to invoke the merits. Of Avram and Yitzchak, in addition to his own merits, does he says no use of Avzayne Eigenes Chuyis Vekoiches that in addition to his own merits and his own abilities. So the Moich Nimshur Ben Dekoiches and Avram Yitzchak, the Yitzchak, he was praying that the the merits of Avram Yitzchak should also be showered upon him. Was Durch Dem Dafke that it's only through this how they can Durch Machen the Shverikait and Bebeis Lomim would he be able to withstand the difficulties in the home of Lovim. As he said, Lule, he actually states something like that. Lule Eleke Avi, if not for the God of my father, Eleke Avraham, the God of Avraham, Upachad Yitzchak, and the, the, the fearful one of Yitzchak, meaning the one that Yitzchak feared, meaning Hashem, Hoyali, it, I couldn't have made it through this. So Yaakov himself said that he needed the fact 
that Hashem was Avram's God and Yitzchak's God in addition to his own God that's how he made it through so we see that he himself says a similar idea Gimel the reason why he needed the merits of all the Ovis in order to overcome the challenges of Lovan that Fashtein will understand this from the eights of us from the uh, advice that is brought how to be able to overpower the Yitzhahara in general, in general terms this is said by the Tzemach Tzedek he took the advice from observing I don't know if he observed it directly or he knew the the tactics of war at that time which happened in the time of the Alter Rebbe how they waged war what was the general the uh, tactics of war at that time the Seder from Arachas is the way which um, formations and so on how they conducted war at that time was each army would divide into three groups three battalions so one group would be in the center and then there would be a group on the right and a group on the left the right flank and the left flank and the opposing side the other side would also set up their army in a similar formation the center and then the two sides left and right and then they would uh, go to war they would start fighting with each other each group would fight the group opposite him the way that whatever war they're talking about why were they victorious how did they win the war is given happened because because one side instead of doing the uh, regular formation what he did was he took all three of his battalions and all three battalions went up against one battalion of the enemy so the enemy was was used to dividing it into three because that's how everybody did it always but this time they, what the other side did was all three went up against one battalion which certainly if you have three battalions against one you overpower that one battalion and then I guess uh, they went the same uh, three battalions went against the other but the second one and then against the third one and this says in a similar way we learn also how to um, wage war against the Yitzhahara in order to be able to overpower the Yitzhahara one has to bring into the picture you have to have all three of these to go up against the Yitzhahara what are they? all your holy characteristics emotional characteristics which is Ava, love, Yira, reverence and Rachamim, compassion and al explains what each one does how each one is brought to bear against one um, the Yitzhahara the Midah of Klippa through this you will certainly be able to overpower the Yitzhahara 
So in other words, it says, if a person wants to do battle with the Yetzirah, it's not enough to just bring love of Hashem to the table. You have to bring love of Hashem and reverence of Hashem and Rachmanus on the Neshama that is uh, locked into your body and to your Nefesh Bahamis. And when you use all three, then you'll certainly overpower the Yetzirah. And for this reason... You need Yaakov needed the fifteen shiramayos v'chazanim b'keneged tezvav shonim shachayu avos biyachat, which represents the fifteen years that the avos lived together. I've durgen and byshtein the minyan agolos in order to be able to get through the uh, the challenges of golos. The gimel avos zaynadach keneged the gimel midas tektusha. The three avos of Rami Yaakov represent each one had the avoda of uh, a different midah of holiness. Ava, Avram was Ava, Yitzchak was Yira, and Rachamim was Yaakov. And when you bring all three together, does haste, which means you bring to bear the Ava that Avram represents or practiced and the uh, the Gvura, the Yira which Yitzchak practiced and the Rachamim which Yaakov practiced then you have something to to bring to, to the table to face any challenge one of those is going to help you get through an, any challenge that's presented to be able to neutralize any challenge that's why he needed all the schus of all three because that's how you defeat a challenge of klipa Dalit according to this we can understand what's alluded to also in the way and the view of Chesidus and this uh, the, the Remez that comes from the Diuk and the Mitzvah Tezvav Shiramals why it was specifically 15 of course the 15 Shiramals are Represent correspond to the 15 years that the Ovas lived together but that has to be understood too why was it 15 years specifically there's something about 15 that we need to understand the number 15 indicates the first two letters of Shemavaya Yud K which is the numerical value of 15 the difference between the first two letters of Shemavaya and the second two letters, yud k as opposed to vav k, is the difference is as the oisius vav k zayin v'mchinus midas or malchus. Vav k represent the midas, the emotional attributes, the lower le- uh, half or the lower part of the structure of ten midas, midas and malchus. On the oisius yud k and the letters yud k zayin v'mchinus moichin, they represent chachma bina yudas chachma and hey is bina the intellectual capacities. Of the ten midas, and that is what is meant or represented the by the fifteen years that the others lived together. In order for all these midas, the ava yira and rachamim, to be able to function together at the same time. Because don't forget that these midas are different types of midas. Some of them are even opposites. Ava and Yira are actually opposites in their nature. In order for them to be able to function at the same time, will be in a manifest way. 
Chayu Avas Biyachad mean as represented by the Avas living together at the same time, which means they're all functioning at the same time, all these Midas. Bafin the Midas Meir The the way that this could happen is if you illum- if you illuminate the midas by the the light of chachma and, and the bina, meichin intellect, since meichin intellect transcends emotional connection, emotional expression, therefore the meichin, as far as meichin is concerned, the midas can all be work along together. Meichin is on a higher level. That's why when intellect is revealed, is manifest in the in what's happening, so then the Midas learn to get along. They figure it out, how to function alongside each other, because the Meichin transcends the whole thing and therefore is able to get them to work along with each other, to function together. Hey, this is not enough of an explanation. Because the tense of Shiramalas of Sefer Tehillim, these fifteen chapters of Tehillim Shiramalas, veren angeruf Hashem Shir, they're called the songs of Shiramalas, the song on the ascents. For Shir is fabunamitan inyan shel simcha. Shir song is connected with joy, rejoicing. Umvi is viat Yaakov giken zogn Shiramalas an inyan from Shiras. How is it that Yaakov was able to recite the fifteen? Chapters which represent song, in other words, he's expressing joy. When he was in a situation of golus, of exile. It's true that what is said in those 15 shiramalas, and a number of them anyway, is calling upon Hashem to be at our help, to assist us. Like it says, Ezri mi Hashem, and so on. Ma'ayin yavi Ezri. So the content of it is ask, calling Hashem on Hashem for help. The nesinus kayechav baikum and the golus Hashem should help us get through the golus. Avavikem and shteinin asimcha gluya. But how is one able to be in a state of revealed joy? Vaz demult is masim tezod neshira, which is a time when you can say a song of a song of praise. Al darachmaim al razal. And in accordance with what our sages tell us, that when we say shira, we do it over wine because because wine is something that brings joy. So therefore, shira goes together along with wine, along with joy. So how could one express joy when they're in charon? which is a place which is, invokes the anger of Hashem. And how can you be joyful when you're in the house of Lovin? Is the beer in them? So the uh, explanation is the Yerida from Yaakov Avinu Lebeis Lovin is given Obviously, the reason that Yaakov went down into the house of Lovin was in order to be able to grow from it. As as in fact happened, that he grew and expanded. He became wealthy, he had a large family, and so on. All of this happened in the house of Lavan. So the purpose of going there was in order to grow to this incredible strength. And since Yaakov was able to see, he could envision that the purpose of going there was in order to grow to this great state. 
and that the purpose of his going down there, the Aliyah was where the Funaruskuma was what he would grow into. The Riba had designed that's why, even being in the house of Lavan, which is an incredible challenge, he saw the future. He saw what it was about. He saw what it leads to. So therefore he was celebrating, he was singing. Vav. Everything is, you see the, uh, the emphasis of it, you can already detect it right at the beginning. At the beginning you see already what, what is happening here. Similarly also in this matter, as the Aliyah was come during the Yeridah Golas, that this growth, which will come as a result of having to go down into the exile that Yaakov experienced, is Mudgish in the Ereshter from the Tezvah of Shiramalus is brought out in the first of the 15 chapters of Shiramalus. The Siyam V'chaisim for the Ereshter Shiramalus at the very end of the first Shiramalus the reason it's at the end of the first chapter is because everything goes by the end. The end is the most important part. Is Ani Sholem V'chiyadabrahim Olam I am for peace. But as I speak, they search for war. They're looking for war. Which means that even though he, whoever's saying it, wants peace, from that side, they're coming to wage war against me. Which in the spiritual sense, what is this war that he talks of? That's the concealment that is presented by Golos of Ephrates, the Inyan Anishayinus, more specifically, all the challenges that prevent the person, try to prevent the person from serving Hashem, and they come to war against a Yid's service of Hashem. So that's the Mulchama we're talking about. When it then was a Zok Chiramailis, I've Hamala Mulchama. And the fact that he's saying as a song, as a celebration, when he talks about they are there to wage war against me, is that emphasizes why could he be singing about the war? Because it emphasizes the great growth that will come from the war. To explain. A yid is not allowed to um, put himself into a situation where he will be challenged, where he'll be tested. We don't look for challenges and tests to our Yiddishkeit, to our commitment. In fact, we, we, we pray to Hashem, do not bring us to a challenge. The Farzakter, the fear, therefore, he says, Ani Sholem. I search for peace. I am not looking for challenges. As a zuchtan avayda b'derach sholem, that is searching for an avayda which will go smoothly without any challenges. Vas the type of service of Hashem which is not connected to war and challenges and so on. Aber afal became, but even though that's what he's looking for, mitzadam ili was ver dafke dorch mochavim nesyoines because there is something to be gained by facing a challenge and, and overcoming it Hashem does send a situation in which they do challenge you because you're going to grow more from that 
So Hashem puts you into a situation like that. That amongst the they, when it says they come to challenge me, Lashon Rabin, which is in a multiple, in a plural form, which means, this is called the, the physical world that we live in, which is the domain, the public domain. Why public domain? Because Hashem represents unity. But in the, in the physical world that we live, it, the unity of Hashem is not recognized. Here there are multiple forces which seem to be operating at the same time, to, contrary to the unity of Hashem. So that's why they come to war against me. So amongst the, uh, the, the forces in the world, there are also such, Hashem sets it up sometimes, that there should be also challenges to your service of Hashem. When Evdem Zokter, and to this he says, Shira Mailas, he says, this is a song, he sings this. Not only will these challenges not prevent him from serving Hashem and will not cause him to feel weakened in his service of Hashem. But to the contrary, they call out within him, it brings out an additional burst of energy and strength and determination more and more. As does bring them to as a state in a that it brings him, it elevates him to the to the level where he feels joyful about this. It's it's not a challenge at all. It, well, it is a challenge, but it's not going to defeat him. He rises above it and feels joyful about it. Zayin. Yet that inyan in Torah, everything in Torah is ayron. Itzchiks is a lesson eternally. An eternal lesson is the fun movement. So therefore, it's understood. As kol hanal is managolus, that all of this that we are talking about, Yaakov, is also a lesson to us for the entire stretch of Golos, and specifically for our time that we live in now, Golos, the most intense Golos, the generation on the heels of Mashiach. When you think about the d- darkness and the double darkness and doubled yet again from Mashiach of our generation before Mashiach. So that even Torah acknowledges that one could ask the question, where is my help going to come from? It's right in the Tillim. The Tillim says, where does my help come from? So there is the possibility that one should pose this question. So a person could become despondent and hopeless. God forbid. Is the So the lesson of this is be bowed as the Yerida from Eden in Golas, since they are having to descend into Golas. Which is similar to Yaakov having, having have left as uh, Yisrael to have to go to Choron. Is Bishvil Aliyah, just like for Yaakov it was for him to grow from that and become wealthy and with a large family. So the ho- everyone that goes into Golas, it's in order for them to grow. Kedei Solzayin so that there is, as we know, the phrase, there is more light that comes from within darkness. And there's a greater degree of intellectual um, wisdom 
that comes from within foolishness. Therefore, we have to lift our eyes up to Hashem. We have to observe and look carefully in a way that we raise up our sight our eyes, our sights to be able to see what is the purpose of the golas that we're in the aliyah is of course for the great growth that will happen because of the golas when Mashiach comes when the demult is and if one has that vision and has that sight not only are we not uh, affected Overcome, overpowered by the Golos, by the darkness of Golos, but to the contrary, we can be in a state of Simcha, Galuya, and then revealed Simcha, and an open Simcha, Shiramalis, as the expressed by the word Shiramalis. Rabbi says, obviously, we can't, we're not saying, God forbid, the joy is not because we are happy and celebrate the situation of Golos and to think for a moment that this is an appropriate place for a Yid to be God forbid to say that Golos the exile is a place of darkness and foolishness when I eat Golos and a Yid in, in that is in Golos states very clearly and very specifically that this is like a prince that has been banished from the table of his father the king that's what we are in Golos and if the son feels differently and says differently then we begin to understand how deep and dark is his exile he doesn't recognize anymore that his true place is at the father's table he thinks it's okay for him to be somewhere away from the father's table so a yid never thinks that the golos is the right is a good place in the but we have to be able to focus not on it's a good place but what is the purpose of being in this dark place so that we will grow into a greater light as a result of the darkness we will grow into a greater wisdom because we live in foolishness as we're not surrounded by foolishness that's the joy and through this when we look into this we have this vision so then it becomes revealed to us and we have the answer to the question where will my help come from in the Shaila Gufa, we find the answer in the question itself. The answer to the question, from where will my help come, is found in the words of the question. According to the, the inner explanation of these words, as that the help, that the help comes from Ayin. Ayin means from where, but it also means from the level of Ayin. It's a place which to us is so removed that it's as if it's nothing. Ayin means nothing. So it's so far from us, so removed from us, so high above us, that to us we can't even imagine any of it. It's all nothing in our eyes. It's a place that we can't imagine in any way. So we see it as a place of nothing. But that's where the, the help comes from. We can't comprehend that place. Is beyond our 
being able to understand it from Seamus uh, from it's beyond any kind of description a name means to describe something about the thing you have named but if you can't, you have no description of it it's so beyond you, you can't describe it so it's ayin, we can't describe it in any way and this help comes down to us even though it's coming from a place that transcends creation but it comes down to us as we are in the creation in a very in a revealed way and has an actual effect there my help comes from Hashem the one who creates the heaven and earth that it comes down into the heaven and earth in its literal sense that we have the, the assistance here in our own world